took all the fun of doing something nice for me. It did. It took all the fun out because when I went in there, I was like, oh, I'm going to do this for Jay. And I got in there and nothing. It set the whole precedent for the day. It totally so set my mood. That's what happens when I go into public and I'm not protected. <laughs> protected. <laughs> yes. You need your own police officer when you go out in the public? No, well, I need... <laughs> I need a bubble. <laughs> a bubble. I'm, I, you know, I have to picture this crystalline bubble that I go out in public because when I touch something or somebody, it's just. <laughs> we'll get you one of those inflatable um, hamster the bubble boy. Things, the bubble thing. I am the bubble. Yes, that's me. <laughs> I want to try one of those. You know, the ones where they do the cartwheels inside and it just keeps going down the country. So that I want to do that because that's what life feels like to me. Oh. Hey everybody, I am Jay. And I am Kay. And we are back with the JK Foreplay Podcast. And today we are talking about interesting facts about love and relationships. Yes. And welcome back. If you're a new e to our podcast, we're excited to do this and we're excited mm -hmm. to share. Yeah. And what are we talking about? I've already lost thought. <laughs> Has your gummy kicked in, babe? Shit, it's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's kicked in. <laughs> we're talking about interesting facts about love and relationships. And related to what you were just talking about, about your experience, we're talking about historically sweat has been an active ingredient in perfume and love potions. Oh, that was what spurred that yes. little conversation. First of all, gross. <laughs> <laughs> sweat. You know, so like when I'm massaging people and they're sweaty, it comes across as like... Um, if you get the opportunity to bathe before you go for a massage, that's all I'm going to say. Anyway, so <laughs> the perfume and love potions. I think we both love the sense of smell. We both get turned on. When you pass somebody on a path mm -hmm. and they smell good, it's like, oh, yeah, I want to walk this path again. I want to do this. <laughs> But then when you walk by somebody's smell that you don't agree with, like Bio, onions, onions, yeah, yeah. yeah. human, yeah. human <laughs> hasn't bathed, old person, that's another smell. You know, scents to me are sensual. I think that's the whole idea around being a human is that we get to interact with one another through our senses. Mm -hmm. And sense of smell is very important to both of us. Mm -hmm. And lately, we've both had experiences out yeah. doing, you know, shopping for senses for our significant other. Do you other. want me to start with mine so you can contrast it? I, you know, <laughs> do you want to, start with to be honest with you, I, I want you to have the bad. <laughs> I want you to have the bad experience instead of me always. Because it makes me feel a little too critical, but it did. It killed my whole day. So we decided that we were each going to buy perfume or cologne for the other person because let's face it, you want your significant other to like your perfume more than you need to like your perfume right. or cologne. Because yeah. they're the ones smelling you and you get used to it when it's on you. So you really don't care. You don't smell it. You don't smell it anymore. So the thought there was that I would go out and buy some perfume for Kay, and then Kay would go out and buy some perfume for me. Now, let's just say that before, I always bought your shit online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I did. Well, and, and I did yours too that last time as well. And you don't always get what you pay for. No, you don't. Be very aware that Amazon, for 
all their conveniences, you don't necessarily get what you buy. For example, uh, I bought Kay some Jennifer Aniston perfume. The first time it was awesome. First time it was awesome. The second time, I'm pretty sure we got a knockoff because it did not smell the same. Mm-mm. And, and, we, and we I could smell them it. between the two. I could smell the, the difference. Mm-hmm. So we're not doing that anymore. No. Because it's important to us as sensual beings mm-hmm. to be able to get the feeling off of smelling somebody. It's mm-hmm. not just about spraying something on and going out into public because right. Lord knows there's a lot of offensive smells out there <laughs> that people are spraying and we're like, oh. We, I don't want to say dress up, but we bathe and do cologne and perfume like we're going out on a date. We do. All every the time. Night. Every day, every, every day, night. every morning, every night. Because if you think about what, when you when you're dating, you take that half hour shower, you soap every area, and you put on your best perfume and your best clothes, and you go out. Well, why should that be much different when you're married for years? Mm-hmm. Why? Well, okay, so I I know we're getting off on a tangent, no, but not. I I, I want tan- this is our show. We can get whatever tangent we, we want. are the tangent. <laughs> we are the tangent. Right, we're Ted tangent. <laughs> so when you think about that, and you think about one of the things that is not as important to me is for you to walk around the house and designer. This, that, or the other. No, you prefer my underwear. Right. But they don't even have to be designer underwear, right? <laughs> no, they don't. No. Right? They don't have to be, and you don't have to be striking the pose in order mm-hmm. for me to appreciate what you have. Oh, I love those underwear models that have one leg up on a chair and they're looking at you. You <laughs> so could have been one of those underwear oh, models. Whatever. Anyway, continue you, No, thought. you could have. In fact, <laughs> they probably would not have let you because your package was so big that they would have thought you stopped. They could airbrush that out. <laughs> whatever <laughs> what a bad problem to have i'm sorry anyway, mr j anyway. we're gonna have to okay but anyway i i do love that about you mm-hmm. but it's the fact that we know each other's preferences mm-hmm. and we're okay with that like yeah. one of the first tests we did well i did when we were dating was i let him show up and i wasn't wearing any makeup I was dressed in my, the worst sweats, like, you know, the ones that you wear when you're sick and my hair on top of my head. Yeah, exactly. Like the worst worst day and he showed up and he was no less attentive. He was no less into me. He was more kind and more nurturing, almost like he recognized that is me when I'm just me, nobody around. I'm just doing my thing. Let's get real. Right. And he was so good about it. And it it was like nothing ever changed. To me, that was a little psychological, emotional, whatever you want to call it, instinctual test to be like, does he accept me for me? Mm -hmm. So going back to the senses and going back to our experiences, Mm -hmm. you went out and you were looking for a new sent for me since the Jennifer Aniston didn't work so well. So I went to Sephora. We have a Sephora close to us. And obviously they have a lot of women scents. I was greeted at the door. One of the salespeople, she walked me through, well, what kind of scent do you want? Do you want floral? Do you want musky? Do you want whatever? I told her what I wanted and she walked me through, gosh, it must have been a dozen scents, you know, spraying them on those little perfume papers 
trying to figure out what I like. Wait, wait. She did that for you? She I had to do my own. Me. She did that for me. She said, there they are. And she walked away. I had to do my wow. own. So different yeah, experience. She, she, and then um, when I did find the one she liked, she told me, well, put it on your skin. At least she didn't say, here, let me put it on my skin. <laughs> um, but she said, put it on your skin. You know, we've got alcohol. You can rub it off or whatever. <laughs> we have alcohol. <laughs> well, that has a whole different meaning for me. She told me I can me. rub one out Cheers. right there in the store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Hope Diamond, which the recipe for mm. is on our website. It's the best Friday. <laughs> yeah, eventually I found one that I liked. She walked me up to the cash wrap stand and checked me out and bypassed the line. Was there a line? Oh, yeah. There was like four people in line. No shit. She opened up another register and checked me out. No shit. Okay, so my experience <laughs> at the same store, and we're talking, uh, I believe it was maybe a Thursday morning. I don't remember. Around 11-ish. Okay. So picture five employees, one person in the fucking store. <laughs> me. You. Me. <laughs> I wasn't greeted the first i walked in i greeted her hey hi mm -hmm. this is me needing help i'm looking for a new scent for my husband where do you keep them i don't go into sephora because if you haven't gotten it by now i'm not a high mm -hmm. maintenance mm -hmm. I, I i i'm not into fashion i don't do that i'm just very plain i'm a massage therapist do the math <laughs> So not that there's anything wrong with that. We're all expressing ourselves <laughs> yes. differently, but that's just not me. When I go into a fashion or I go into makeup stores, I feel really uncomfortable. Almost like a guy, what I would picture a guy would feel, right? Going into a makeup store? Right. Yeah. Asking for help. She steers me towards the scent aisle. And on mm -hmm. the right, there's female scents. And on the left, there's male scents. Right. In the middle is the one you chose for me, which I found very interesting. In the middle. In the middle. They have a middle section mm -hmm. where it can it's be... Sort of like unisex? It could be either. Oh, and that's, that's the one you chose for me. Oh, that's interesting. So I, was, I, I didn't tell you on purpose until right now because I wanted you to have an authentic experience here. Alrighty then. Right. So do you remember when I came home and I said, oh, that, that scent that you chose for me, like I mm -hmm. smelled it and I could choose it for you? Yeah. I, I do remember that. Yeah. That's why. Okay. So when I went and I smelled all the smells, maybe the whole five they had available <laughs> for me, I picked the one that I bought you originally. Mm. And when I asked you, you know, do you like that scent or do you want a new scent or whatever? Your response was, it's always fun to get a new scent. So I read into that. He wasn't crazy about it. Wanted a new oh. scent. This is what I read into it. Okay. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Because I love it on you. I think it smells amazing on you. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know because that's one of the ones that I bought offline at Christmas, our first Christmas. Uh. So when I bought it, I was just like, oh, yeah, it smells, it, in the description, it smells like beach. That's the one I want. <laughs> yeah. That's, Surfer girl. Yeah, right. that doesn't surprise me. Right. I want something light and airy and something that reflected your personality. That's bad communication on my part. I should have said whatever you want. No, you were telling me what you felt, mm. right? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I went into it. So getting back to Sephora, 
I, if we have anybody listening from Sephora, you can reach out to us and send us an email. Well, you know what? Tell me the <laughs> secret. Us, like, give I us just, a coupon or if, something. If there is a language y'all speak, <laughs> just let me know. I'll be more than happy to adapt my, you know, my presence into your experience. But I need to know what the fuck is going on with your perfume counter. Obviously, Sephora is not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, if you want to be, give me a better experience because it sucked. Like, I wouldn't even go in there to buy my mascara. I'll just oh, buy it wow. offline. Wow. Say what you want. At least it's a pleasant experience. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she shows me where the little paper is and mm-hmm. you just spray and do whatever. She didn't even show me where the trash can was to throw all this stuff away, right? So methodically, I got stack out and I started spraying and setting down and spraying and setting down and like I said I ended up going back to the two cents that I've bought you since we've Mm. been together oh interesting and so I went to the counter I said I'd like to have this she said oh great I'll go in the back and get it okay I also said I'd like to smell this which was somehow a derivative of what you bought me. Mm-hmm. But it was, a, I think they had a floral scent and they had a musky scent. And I wanted, they had the floral out there, but I wanted to smell the musk. Okay. So I asked her, you know, this tester that I had to do was empty. Do you have any of it? I'd like to smell it. I'd like to buy your product, but I can't. Take my actually, money. Right. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Hold on, let me get my manager over here. We're out of them. We're going to have to make one up. I'm like, dude, just open a fucking box, <laughs> spray it on the thing, and say, here you go. This is now our <laughs> put tester. Put a label on it that says tester. Right. Yeah. Couldn't get it done. 20 minutes later, still don't have oh. that sample. Wow. But then 20 minutes later, she comes back and says, oh, that one that you wanted? Yeah, we don't have it. We're out. Wow. Why is it on the counter there's five of you it's thursday morning there's nothing going on in this Mm -hmm. fucking store and there's an empty tester bottle out on the floor that you have no stock for now as a businesswoman this pisses me off as a consumer (laughs) it pisses me off again so that was my experience and not only that but my second option Mm -hmm. wasn't available either of course for the same fucking reason (laughs) so i didn't find out until 35 minutes later, when I had my mother out in the car waiting, oh, it'll just be a minute. I'm just going to run in here and pick it up and I'm done. 35 minutes later. Wow. I walked out with nothing except you can order online, have it delivered to the store, and we'll ship it to you. Remarkably different experiences. I was done in 15 minutes. Consequently, you have no cologne. (laughs) I don't. And it's not because I wasn't thoughtful. It's because I don't have time for shit like that. I just don't. Well, to correct the error in my communication, you get whatever you like. I don't need something new. You get what you like. If that's the one that you really like, then get that one. Okay. So the other side of that coin is being me, Mm -hmm. being invigorated through my senses. Mm -hmm. I like to feel sexy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like I do. I like, I like to, to feel, feel sexy. Yes, even with cheetah puffed. <laughs> so I do. I like to feel sexy. Even if I have cheese between my teeth, I want him to go, oh, but she smells so good. Baby, I want to suck that cheese between your teeth so bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe we cross the line there. I don't know. <laughs> 
But, you know, the scents are what matter. And so it bothers me, A, that you don't have something. I mean, you're like on the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. Two, you know, I want you to be excited about what you're wearing. Mm. So, for instance, that scent that you bought me is never something that I would have picked out for myself, Mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. I would have steered away from that scent. (laughs) But now... Now I look forward to that scent. Mm, now I like so that I. scent. I do. Mm-hmm. And so that, it takes you out of that comfort zone. Yeah. And it really was a huge lesson going through this that how much that scent mm-hmm. matters to me in my expression of love, mm-hmm. feeling loved, feeling passion, you know, feeling excited. Mm. So going back to the point of it, historically has contained sweat do you want me to like ring off one of my sweat rags in there (laughs) no because your sweat stinks (laughs) like seriously like open a fucking window in here already seriously or go take a bath in your clone one of the two i don't care but this is not working for me all right how about this one some individuals who claim never to have felt romantic love suffer from hypopituitarism a rare disease that doesn't allow a person to feel the rapture of love Well, first of all, I have to say how completely sad it Mm. is for somebody. I I would hate the thought of going through this whole fucking planet, Mm -hmm. my whole time here, and never feeling the rapture of love. I don't even think I heard the word rapture until Blondie sang it. (laughs) Just saying. Great song. Oh, I love that song. Great song. I I, I love that song. Mm -hmm. But really, have you felt the rapture of love? Absolutely. Well, with you. I know. Before it was just a chore. Now it's like rapture. You actually can find it. Yeah. Don't settle for anything less. No, no. That's what we're here for, right? Mm -hmm. Is to experience that whole rapture of love. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, well. Engagement rings are often worn on the fourth finger of the left hand because the ancient Greeks maintain that the finger contains the, that finger contains the vena amoris or the vein of love. That runs straight through to the heart. The first recorded wedding rings appear in ancient Egypt with the circle representing eternity as well as powerful sun and moon deities. Okay, so being a... Vein of love, baby. Well, yeah, my vein, your vein. I love your vein. Vein. Still talking about fingers? No. So I love that in the fact that it also ties in with traditional Chinese medicine. So Mm. the heart meridian, I believe, runs from that finger all the way to the heart. The fourth finger to down to the heart. It's a trigger point therapy. It's, you know, the acupoint system. Okay. I think if you go back and you look at traditional Chinese medicine theory on the meridians, see where that heart line is in conjunction with that ring finger. Because as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, that's the heart meridian. Hmm. I wonder if that's why. Very interesting. Yeah, Hmm. something to look up. Maybe we can put that in the link down below. Yeah, we'll see if we can find an article on that and put it in the the (laughs) doobly-doos. I don't know. I'm learning. I don't know what you're calling it. Goobly goos. I, I got that from Mental Floss, one of the original Mental Floss guys, Hank. Uh, Azaria? Hank Green. Hank Green? No, John Green. John Green, the original, original. John. Mental Floss. He wrote the book on um, the, the original Fault in Our John. Stars. And he wrote what? 
The Fault in Our Stars, um, which was made into a movie with um, Shailene Woodley and somebody else. And then he wrote another book called Paper Towns, which I believe was also turned into a movie. But anyway, Were they good? I haven't seen them, so I don't know. <laughs> we, should, we should watch those. Okay. But anyway, he was one of the original Mental Floss guys who I was just fascinated with. And then it went over to the current host. I won't even say their name. And it just kind of lost all of its luster. Yeah. Anyway, he always said, put it down in the doobly-doos. <laughs> doobly-doos. <laughs> Comments, okay. yeah. So those are doobly-doos. Those are doobly-doos. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Breaking up with someone you love triggers activity in the same part of the brain responsible for physical pain. Oh, I can see that. It hurts when you break up with somebody. What about it hurts? I think it's the same with failure. Like you feel like you've failed in something and that hurts. Only if your perception is of negative. If you look at it like a positive, like, oh shit, that didn't work. Okay, now I got to elevate my game, find out what does work. Mm -hmm. If you took that rationale that you use in a escape room Mm. into your relationship, you'd probably do a lot better. True. How can we do better next time? It's just a difference of perception. Mm -hmm. So when you hit rejection, right, you Mm -hmm. just sit there and you go, hmm, you have a tendency to either look at it either negatively, there's something wrong with me, or be grateful it didn't work out because Mm -hmm. you're probably saving yourself from fucking cray cray. Fucking whack job. I dated a woman named once named Cray Cray. That's right. That's what I'm saying. It was a whole day for me one day. And I'll tell you what, from what I'm hearing a lot from my circle, mm-hmm. I would hate to be a hormonal woman out there right now. <laughs> Don't be afraid of politics or the world ending or anything. Just be wary of the hormonal. <laughs> the hormonal woman. Right. Because that's like the opposite of zombies. <laughs> right? You have zombies and then you have hormones <laughs> to the nth degree so anyway when so- someone looks at a new love the neural circuits that are usually associated with social judgment are suppressed so i think this is where we get puppy love from and why somebody you love all of a sudden or that you care for all of a sudden can do no wrong again perception mm-hmm Right? But if it's a chemical reaction, it's more than perception. But I have to say that the chemicals just don't magically appear. It's conditioning over time. Physiological. Right. So you build up and you build up and you build Mm -hmm. up and you learn how to use that because you get that dopamine. Oxytocin. Oxytocin. It's a chemical reaction that's built up off of a Mm -hmm. neurostimulator. A (laughs) neurostimulator. I can't even say that. (laughs) Neurostimulus. So, you know, is it a physiological... You just like your stimulators. I do. (laughs) I lose my mind on my stimulator. (laughs) Every day could be a stimulating day. Just saying. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yes, I I understand that some people feel it painfully. And I do too. But does it come back to esoterically? It's a choice on Mm -hmm. the way you're looking at it. You know, when you say something like, do the math, you know, get it. It's easy. Well, maybe the way we feel is easy if we allow ourselves to really look at it objectively. I don't know. You got to do the one before that. Okay. That's cooking. Oh, yeah. Okay. If I can read it. (laughs) (laughs) It's Friday night, fucker. It's Friday night. (laughs) I can't be held responsible for what I do or say. All right. And the energy is up. (laughs) Forgive me, I have hard nipples. 
Forgive me, I have a hard cock. All right. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> scientists suggest that the advent of cooking led to healthier food, which in turn led to bigger brains and an increased capacity to woo potential lovers with new forms of linguistic and artistic seductive flares. So learn how to cook and you're going to get laid. <laughs> Basically. He's, okay, so th this brings yes, this brings a whole new a whole new meaning to why women used to cook for men mm -hmm. and why we tend to incorporate things through things that we ingest whether it's through this hole or that hole or these holes or whatever right do you want me are you saying you want me to add salt to come or what yeah. what do you say no it's so paprika? Rich and salty. Ooh, paprika sweet and salty so we need some honey what would you compliment come with honey 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 pineapple that's a myth i don't know we should try that how much pineapple do you have to eat? It's a myth. Do you know that for sure? Uh, well, I've read that it's a myth. Right. So do you know that for sure. It's through experience. Through experience, no. So how much pineapple do you have to eat in order to make that taste well, good? I know what I'm eating all day tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you going to eat it or am I going to eat it? You want the blowjob? Hey, Siri, add pineapple to the shopping list. I added pineapple to the JK shopping list. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. That's a great idea. Okay. In one of many polls on the subject, 60% of married American men say they've been unfaithful compared to 40% of American women. I can see that. Men are dogs. I could see that. 40% of women, everybody's lying. <laughs> what's, what's the quote? If her lips are moving... 99% of the people say they masturbate. The other 1% are liars. Exactly. That's that's what that tells me right there. Everybody's lying. Brains in love and brains in lust are not identical. Erotic photos activate the hypothalamus, which controls hunger and thirst, and the amygdala arousal areas of the brain. Love activates areas of the brain with a high concentration of receptors and dopamine, associated with euphoria, craving, and addiction, and its relative norepinephrine. So what is I, that saying? Brains in love activate different areas of the brain than brains in lust. So brains in lust activate hunger and thirst. Brains in love activate arousal. Right. Think about the two emotions that go behind love and lust. Mm -hmm. Love is associated with... Long-term arousal, fulfillment. Nurturing. Nurturing. Lust is considered... Hunger and thirst, an immediate need. Instinctual. Yeah. So I'll tell you what, as a medical nerd <laughs> and working in the neurological profession for almost 30 years now, being able to hook people up to an EEG and do testing mm. on their neurological brainwaves when they feel loved... You know, if you flash before them a picture of a loved one, mm -hmm. you can get a neuropathological blueprint of what their brain, what area their brain lights up when they see that person. Mm -hmm. As a massage therapist, I learned how to touch them and where to touch them in order to learn that response. So they didn't have to see it. They had to feel it. And when it connected, it was unbelievable. So they're addicted to your massages is what you're saying. <laughs> 
No. <laughs> They're in love with your massages. No. But it's, it's, <laughs> I, I know I'm geeking out here, but it's awesome when you think about the emotions and the neurological activity that it mm-hmm. it inspires. Yeah. You How can, it's all physiological. It is. It's not only physical. It's not only mental. It's a combination of the two. And that that particular thing is called feelings or emotions. Mm-hmm. Because it's when those two things come together that build emotions. And that builds an action. And that's why we act a certain way. Mm-hmm. is based on those principles. So when you see something like that, arousal, you know, just that word. Yeah. arousal. We've seen it on Twitter with the people mm-hmm. that we're following. Mm-hmm. You know, you see the following and what people are keying into and words matter. You can follow us at, at JKP podcast on Twitter. <laughs> yes, that please. Was my, that was my radio voice. I love your radio voice. <laughs> I love your porn voice. Continue. <laughs> so anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, men in love show more activity in the visual part of the brain. While women in love show more activity in the part of the brain that governs memory. Scientists speculate that men have to size up a woman visually to see if she can bear babies, while women have to remember aspects of men's behavior to determine if he would be an adequate provider. Do you relate with that statement? I think I do. Okay. And and the reason I say that is because I am more attracted to a voluptuous woman, a woman with curves, if you will. Mm-hmm. And that typically is the the body shape that lends itself well to having babies childbearing to childbearing (laughs) i am not attracted to these supermodels that need like have to eat a sandwich but you had no idea that you'd be married to a woman that could do come drop bingo (laughs) just like my ice maker did you hear that my ice maker just did my come drop bingo yeah we should go check the numbers and letters yeah we should so yeah i say that how about the other side of that do you find it you rely more on memory? So before I get into that, I want to say that when I read that statement and I know your backstory, <laughs> I know your previous relationship, I look at that and I think the provider that you were had to be more than adequate. Hmm. And so when I read that statement to determine if he would be an adequate provider, I think that comes down to perception. Mm-hmm. I think you went above and beyond. So how would she judge you? How how did she treat you? Mm-hmm. If you believe, honestly, that somebody is an adequate provider, is that what you're looking for? Yeah. There's obviously more to it than that. I don't know. Yeah. Is she with an adequate provider right now? Is that what her <laughs> needs were? No idea. No idea. Uh, I will say she was totally not my type. So I think that had a lot to do with it already mm-hmm. going into it. Right. Yeah. But your visually, did she do it for you? Because no. it says men in love show more activity in the visual part of the brain. No. Did you visualize what your life was supposed to be like? Maybe that's what it means for you. I think I romanticized the idea of what life would be like. Being you know, in love. The, the nuclear family. With love. And, yeah. Being in love with love, not necessarily the person. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand that because mm-hmm. that's a very romantic way of looking through life. And you're mm-hmm. very romantic. So, mm-hmm. like, he gives me flowers every week. <laughs> this fucker. <laughs> he fixes my coffee. He he goes out and he buys perfume and he buys cards. I'm going to put the spoon card in the <laughs> drop box say, below. In the doobly-doos? In the doobly-doos. <laughs> because he doobly-doos. Every day, every week, and that's what it takes. You show up, and you are 
an adequate, more than adequate provider, mm. at least for me. Thank you, babies. You're welcome, babies. You moving on? Moving on. Okay. Keep it moving. Yeah, keep it moving. Scientists suggest that most people will fall in love approximately seven times before marriage. I don't think it... Well, I guess Am I measuring by this relationship? Well, yeah, no. What do you measure that? No, because I think true love and in love are two different things. So... I would say how many people you've dated long term. I would take love out of it and just say how many people you dated long term. And I would have to say that's about right. Probably more than seven for me before I married. Really? I mean, I would have to count and I don't want to say names, but there was two in high school, four, five or six after that, and then marriage. So yeah, it was probably eight or nine. You know, you're reaching up into the fractions of how many people you slept with before. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, we've discussed that. We're I know, but about that's the 20s somewhere. Right. But if you do your average. <laughs> yeah. Because I would have to say you're probably number four. Okay. In my, what I thought was love. Mm. Because what I'm experiencing with you. Yeah. Agreed. Is nowhere near what I experienced what that was with them. Before. No. Yeah. I no, I, they were lessons and they were really good lessons. Mm-hmm. But. I think because they had to sacrifice whatever they did when we were in our relationship, it got me to where I am with you. Mm. And being in your presence on a daily basis is such a blessing. And it makes me feel Mm. like I did all the right things to get here. Baby, I feel the exact same way. We We needed all of those experiences to get to where we are now. Good or bad, (laughs) we needed to have them all to get to where we are now because now we recognize both of us, because I feel the same way about you, to recognize what it is that we have. So never feel bad about a bad experience Mm -hmm. or even a marriage that didn't work out because just know that you needed all of that to get to where you are now. And something is waiting for you Mm -hmm. right on the other side of that. You know, what you feel when you have failure... You know, what you feel when you have rejection, resentment, and anger. Let all that shit go. Because the other side of the coin to going through all the bullshit that you do in life is really being happy. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay. So the mouth is full of bacteria when two people <laughs> kiss. Wait, did we just go to, oh my God, we're so happy to. The mouth is full of bacteria. Yes. Because okay. because we have we talked. Roll. Yeah, Well, we've talked enough about ourselves. We're happy. <laughs> You know, we might not be educated and doctors and all the professional mm-hmm. acronyms mm-hmm. after our name. But, but we're real. We're having fun. Yeah. And if anything we say helps anybody out, then great. If not, just enjoy the conversation. That's yeah, we're, we're just asking. opening up conversation. Yeah. It's not that we believe one way or the other mm-hmm. or that we're passing judgment on here mm-hmm. and after. But I will say it's an experience for us to get to know how other people think and feel mm-hmm. and learn. We want comments. Oh, I want to learn about people. Yeah. I want to learn about how they feel, what their perspective is. Mm-hmm. Because I know that we are each going through this world and perceiving it completely different. Mm-hmm. But when you can meet up with other people who are perceiving things or wanting to envelop a world that is peaceful and happy and humorous, and you know, you might not be able to escape those life's lessons, but you can escape with soft circumstances. Yeah. And that's where I'm at. Yeah. Let's laugh. Let's have fun. Let's get through this together. Okay. So 
Reread the mouthful of bacteria. I interrupted you. <laughs> the mouth is full of bacteria. When two people kiss, they exchange between 10 million and 1 billion bacteria. Wow. You know that you know what that reminds me of? What? When I was a dental assistant and we had Mr. Thirsty. <laughs> Mr. Thirsty. How many Is that millions the, Yes. The sucker? Yes. Okay. How many millions of bacteria does Mr. Thirsty <laughs> Mr. suck Thirsty. every week? <laughs> that was the lowest of the Ew. lowest. As a dental assistant, if you were told to go clean out the traps, you didn't know what you were bringing back. I thought the lowest of the lowest was digging out a pubic hair from somebody's teeth. No, that was the senior <laughs> assistant got that job. <laughs> yeah, I got to learn that one right from the dentist because mm -hmm. he didn't want to do it. But no, the lowest of the lowest is going and having to clean out that dental trap. You know what you call a man with pubic hair between his teeth? What? A gladiator. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Glad he ate her. Shit. <laughs> okay, I got that now. I honestly maybe maybe when you got your haircut last time that she put a little too much blonde in it. Mm, she might have. I don't know. I don't know. It's Friday, fucker. Passionate kissing burns six point four calories a minute. A Hershey's kiss contains twenty six calories, which takes five minutes of walking or about four minutes of kissing to burn it off. So every time you um, every time you eat a Hershey's Kiss, yeah, <laughs> you, you have to kiss for four minutes. Maybe See? that's why they call it a Hershey's Kiss. Well, maybe that's why men give women chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> you have to kiss me for four minutes for every Hershey's Kiss size chocolate you eat. Right? Does dark chocolate matter more? Probably. I think it has less calories because there's no milk. Mm, but it's got more what? Cocoa. Okay. Well, how many do I have to burn that off? I don't think that's a problem for us. <laughs> Kissing is good for teeth. The anticipation of a kiss increases the flow of saliva into the mouth, giving the teeth a plaque dispersing bath. So which is it? It gets a bunch of bacteria, but you get rid of plaque? It's a different type of bacteria. So there's a certain amount of bacteria, just like they like you have in your colon. Mm -hmm. And so it eats on different microbes and stuff in the pH of your mouth. Mm -hmm. So depending on your diet and depending on what you're ingesting and the conditions, you know, yeah. So plaque is different than bacteria or it's a different bacteria. I don't know the technical terms, mm -hmm. but plaque is almost, I would think, kind of like the sludge that the bacteria mm. leaves behind. Okay, so you're basically like... Swimming in poop in your mouth. It's amoeba poop. I was going to use power washing a fence, but okay. No, that's that's when you brush. Okay. You're power washing your mouth. You went straight to poop, that's all. It is, it's sludge. It's like solids. It's like our septic tank solids in your mouth. If you do not brush and floss, if you do not floss, it's like not wiping. Just do that yeah, visual. Yeah. That's, that's what I used true. to tell my clients. Mm -hmm. You know, when they would come in and they would have cavities and they would have gum disease and things like that, mm -hmm. I would be like, okay, so let me put this into perspective. When you don't floss, that means you're not wiping up there. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. the same thing. My other story is, you know, it's not a Harley, it's a Huffy. <laughs> you know, I'm not judging. I'm just saying at this point in my in my 
on my path. I can't deal with just a Huffy. I didn't even raise a child that rode a Huffy. I was the last person in my family to ride a Huffy. So, no, I can't meet you for drinks at Applebee's. <laughs> that was my online experience. <laughs> that, that's close enough where you can ride your Huffy, too. Right. I can be anywhere in a two-mile radius in 20 minutes, he says. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, yeah, I ride a, I ride a bike. Oh, you have a Harley? No, a Huffy. What the fuck? <laughs> what hell am I in? Right. Bumble hell. Uh-huh. Bumble limbo. It's a subsection of Bumble. Yep. That's when that's that's when, you know, fucking Friday at five, give me a cocktail. <laughs> this is as good as it's gonna get. So just tell me a good just think of a good time where you had where it was fun, it was sexy, it was something weird happened, we laugh I, about it. I so okay, that example with you, which I'll let you talk about, but before that I don't remember it. I'm high right now. (laughs) Okay, I'll talk about both. Okay. So before that was way back in the late 80s, early 90s, and I had a waterbed. Oh, shit. (laughs) I think I've told you this story. This is why we all had to have extra insurance when we got an apartment. (laughs) So in this waterbed, I took off all the sheets, which leaves you with that rubber or latex whatever they made that water bladder out of bladder yeah i tucked towels all around the edge of that bladder and the waterbed frame Mm -hmm. and then i squirted baby oil why would you do that then i squirted it on her Mm-hmm. And then myself. Mm-hmm. And we got on the bed because we thought that was going to be a great idea. <laughs> Let me tell you, oh it God. sounds great. But one pelvic thrust, she went off the bed. <laughs> oh, my God. Did a somersault. <gasps> oh, no. We must have laughed for a half hour straight. I mean, I thought I was going to be sick. I was laughing so hard. So that's awesome. That so she's yeah. like ground sky, ground sky. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah. Was that the ceiling fan? Yeah. What what number am I on? What rotation? What corner will Maybe I end up in? Too much baby oil, I guess. I don't oh, know. my gosh. That's funny. And then there's the one. Do you us. think she would ever remember that if oh, you ever yeah. saw her? Oh, yeah. That's something you can't. That's something you can't. forget. No. Yeah. Uh, then there was the one with us. Yeah. <laughs> We're well, just, that seems very trivial now, though. No, it does it not. Does. It does. Because no, there was no baby oil or waterbed involved. <laughs> no. It was just so raucous that we just completely, you just completely went off Okay, the bed so let's think about this. Tea kettle. <laughs> Here, here's, here's a 49-year-old woman getting back into her, her next relationship, the mm-hmm. next major guy after the divorce. Having so much fun. Having fun, having more sex than I've had in years and enjoying it, Mm -hmm. you know. And I got a little overzealous after, okay, so come drop bingo. If any of you have heard of that, that's inspired here because (laughs) I was full. If you're not familiar with Come Drop Bingo, listen to our previous podcast. I think we mentioned it in episode number one, I think, is where that idea was born. Well, anyway, anyway, so yes, it was like a windmill with a leaf blower attached. I was spewing forth (laughs) (laughs) as I tried to get 
out of bed over this hurdle of pillows that I had managed to make, trying to roll off my bed full of cum. <laughs> my legs, all I remember is seeing so my legs. So full that you were gurgling. <laughs> I just, I needed to get all of my weight going one way and getting out of bed. It was the most ungraceful dismount I had ever seen in oh, my life. That was the best. It was ungraceful. There was, there's no ifs, hands, or buts. I did not stick the landing. I did not. Oh, you stuck. Yeah, I, yeah, I stuck hard. So I get out, I go over, and I land on all fours on my floor trying to get off of him, off the bed. And we were both shower. laughing so hard we couldn't move. <laughs> are you okay? It's one of those, are you okay? Oh my God, are you okay? Yeah, he didn't come down to check on me. <laughs> I couldn't move. <laughs> and I couldn't say but yes. You were, but you were laughing too, so I knew I, you were okay. I couldn't say yes because I was laughing so fucking hard. <laughs> I was so happy to be so deliriously full of cum and... <laughs> Having sex on a regular basis. I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand myself. So, and that just didn't happen once. It happens twice. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it happened twice. So she's got a little nickname of that that I really can't. It's not that I can't say it. It's, it's hard to explain, but it's more of a visual joke. It is a nickname in certain languages. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's Friday at five. We need to go eat. Mm. So what recipe? Did we already mention one recipe? I don't know if you mentioned this on a different episode, but we're doing two tonight. So we're going to try to yep. do our um, mushroom onion cheeseburger mm -hmm. and the sauerkraut mushroom Swiss burger. Yes. The yes. Swiss not being vegan, but that's okay. That's okay. We're going to do provolone. We're going to try to find some vegan Swiss. Well, here's the thing. One of the good <clears throat> things that we had talked about before was the blue and the red menu. Yes. So yeah. if you are living with somebody who is vegan or you're trying to become vegan yourself and just one step at a time, mm -hmm. some of our recipes you could easily implement instead of a slice of vegan cheese use regular yeah. cheese or if you're trying to go vegan mm -hmm. swap that cheese out for the vegan cheese yeah. Yeah. you know okay so gonna get some swiss cheese tonight and i'm gonna get some vegan cheddar right and it's all good it's all good it's all good it's all it's friday at five beautiful afternoon mm -hmm. gonna get another drink another hope diamond yes that recipe is on the website yes and everybody out there have a good weekend and babies yeah babies i love you will you say it <laughs> Ciao for now. Bye, everybody. Bye.